0: Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Friday, January the 19th and a top story today is that Ashford Town Centre has been taped off by police after a woman's body was found. Officers and paramedics were called to the high street just before half 11 last night. We don't know many details at the moment, but we're told the death is being treated as unexplained and inquiries are continuing. Well, Dan Wright is in the town centre for the podcast.
1: Police have still got a large part of Ashford Town Centre taped off this morning with the majority of the high street cordoned off between Bank Street and Station Road. It follows a call at 11.20pm yesterday where a woman had been found unresponsive and was later pronounced deceased sadly. So police have still got the town centre cordoned off. It affects boots, weatherspoons, McDonald's, loads of businesses in the town centre and caused a lot of disruption this morning with business owners getting to their shops and being unable to get to work. That's still having a knock-on effect right now. School pupils had to take a different route to school this morning as well. So there's a lot of police presence still in the town centre. Officers at various junctions anyways taped off and it still looks set to be a disruptive day in Ashford with officers throughout a big part of the town centre. Police say the death is still being treated as unexplained and officers are remaining in the area while they carry out inquiries.
0: And you can head to Kent Online or listen to bulletins over on our sister radio station, KMFM, for regular updates on this story. Kent Online News. Next today, and a man is starting life in prison for murdering a homeless barrister in Canterbury. Sabantu Sabanda attacked Guy Malbec in a car park last April and left him wrapped in a sleeping bag. The judge at Maidstone Crown Court described it as a callous and extremely violent killing of a highly intelligent, well-travelled and proud 51-year-old. Also banda who's 28 and also homeless, has been told he'll serve at least 19 years. Three other men have been sentenced for trying to cover up the attack. DCI Kathleen Way from Kent Police led the investigation and spoke outside court. It
2: was such a vicious and brutal... brutal attack on on Guy. You know, he was a vulnerable adult, a vulnerable male living on the streets of Canterbury. And the people that attacked him were known to him. And it was repeated assaults over a period of time. And at no point did they stop, did they get help for Guy? Did they tell anyone to get help for Guy? And ultimately they left him for dead. I think it's fair to say that none of the defendants, including Samantha, showed remorse during the police investigation. Um, you know he he didn 't hang around to to be arrested he didn 't put himself forward knowing what he'd done to guy you know we had to go and find him um, and the cooperation was was limited you know we had to dig deep we had to find the evidence to to prosecute all four of them and we 've heard today i think in the evidence of the trial and in the sentencing is that you know they have committed, you know, the course of justice. You know, they didn't um, offer the evidence that was needed, and we had to go and find it and prove that they were guilty of those offences. The CCTV DCP clerk is one of my officers. Did a fantastic job, along with the rest of the team, hours and hours of meticulous scanning of that CCTV. Uh, viewing it, identifying those involved, you know, it was a huge piece of the evidence that that was involved in this case and helped you know, um, convict those those you know the attacked guy. I feel we've got justice for Guy, and I think that you know his family feel we've got justice as well. I mean, they've got a lot to to go through now, a lot to process, but actually, we've convicted all four of them, and I think the sentences reflect each and everyone's role within this crime. We've also got reaction to
0: the sentencing from Guy's family. His brother-in-law Stephen Potts gave reaction to the verdict.
3: The judge described him very well in his closing remarks. He was an intelligent man, articulate, well-educated, well-traveled. He had a life of difficulty from his 20s onwards, which meant that he didn't fulfill his potential, although his potential was always there until it was so brutally ended um, in April of last year. Um, He had a particularly difficult life in the last few years, but I don't want to think of him too much about the difficulties he had as the things that he brought to other people, to his parents, to his sister, to his wife, um, and the things that he was interested in and good at. um, Those are the things we want to try to remember about him rather than the manner of his death. Uh, I live in Scotland and I went to see the Scottish play Macbeth a couple of days ago and I'm struck by a line in it that nothing became his life like his leaving of it. This is the opposite of that. The manner uh, and nature of his death did not fit with the rest of his life and the things that he brought to the world. He, he was homeless, but he carried things with him. He carried quite a lot of things with him, including precious family, uh, sentimentally precious, not financially val- uh, precious family items, some of which had been handed down from generations, one of which had been travel- had traveled all the way from pre-war Poland uh, in, his, uh, in the possession of his uh, family who had um, fled Poland to escape anti-Semitism. They ended up with him, they mattered to him, he took them wherever he went. And they were destroyed, or smashed, or broken, or in one case, bizarrely swallowed in front of him. Inevitably, when you come to a sentencing hearing, you're speculating about what the sentences are likely to be. Uh, these sentences feel broadly in line with, with what we are anticipating and feel just to us as a family. And I want to particularly pay tribute to the jury. They had to listen to quite a lot of distressing evidence over a long period in a complex case. Uh, Five of them were here today to hear the sentence. It was obvious to us that they were interested, attentive, and concerned to see justice done, and they've done that.
0: The Home Office has admitted that they've lost track of nearly 6,000 asylum seekers who've come to the UK. Ministers say they're taking steps to urgently re-establish contact with people who've gone missing. They've also been told off by the statistics watchdog after the government was accused of lying about meeting a target to clear part of the asylum backlog. Police investigating an attack by a gang in Canterbury have made an arrest. The victim was left with head injuries after being kicked And punched to the ground in St George's Street in December. A 29 year old from Sittingbourne has been questioned and bailed. A man's been charged after three paintings were stolen from a house in Sevenoaks. The art was snatched during a break in at a property on Kippington Road, which also saw a car taken from the driveway. A 34 year old from the town has appeared in court. Counterfeit vapes and tobacco have been seized from a grocery store in Canterbury. Police and Trading Standards raided the shop on Lower Bridge Street. We're told no arrests have been made so far. Kent Online reports. The Ambulance Trust covering Kent has apologised after a woman died in her mum's arms while waiting to be seen by paramedics. Denise Acheson from Canterbury called emergency crews after her daughter started to have chest pains. But it took more than an hour for the call to be given top priority.
4: I found them at 6.30. They didn't come till 8 o'clock and I had to give a CPR and I'm very distraught, angry, and I just want justice for my daughter, who I loved so much. I just want them to give me some answers why they took so long to get to Lisa. They were in the car park at 20 to eight. They come to Lisa at eight o'clock. I was doing CPR on my daughter and the way I feel at the moment, I want compensation for the death of my daughter. If I got compensation for Lisa, I will put it in a trust for my grandchildren so they're well taken care of whenever I pass away.
0: Heartbreakingly, Mrs Aitchison has now lost her three daughters and husband in the space of just six years, while Southeast Coast Ambulance Service have sent us this statement. We take all concerns raised seriously and our thoughts are with Mrs Aitchison at this difficult time. We're sorry we took longer than we should to respond to her daughter and appreciate how distressing this must have been. Mrs Aitchison's call was originally triaged as a Category two call. At approximately 7.40am, it was upgraded as requiring a Category 1 response when her daughter's condition worsened. Following the upgrade, ambulance teams arrived at the location in approximately 5 minutes and made efforts to establish the exact location of Mrs Aitchison's flat. We are sorry Mrs Aitchison is unhappy with our response to her complaint. We've looked into her concerns and will be responding to her directly in full in the coming days. Members of have- a Kent-based organised crime group who supplied cocaine have been jailed for a total of more than 100 years. Ten people admitted being involved in moving £15 million worth of the drug over a three-year period. The drugs were shipped between the county, Suffolk and East Sussex. Medway's getting a share of £30 million to help children with special educational needs and disabilities. Government funding will be used to extend a short breaks programme so youngsters can go away on trips. It'll also help with the transition period from education to employment. An Indian restaurant in Maidstone is being investigated following reports of cockroaches. Nala Bahima in Jubilee Square on the High Street has been forced to stop serving food and is undergoing a deep clean. A notice on the window says there was a significant risk of contamination. And an area said to be one of the worst fly-tipping spots in Kent could soon be cleared following a 20-year battle. At Kent Online, you can see pictures of fridges, mattresses and sofas that have been dumped on the approach to Darent Industrial Park. The local councils now put in a bid for government funding to tackle the issue, while the site's owners have promised to install CCTV.
5: Kent Online reports.
0: An Ashford hairdresser who discovered her own hair was falling out is vowing to help support others with alopecia. hedia Garcia discovered a bald spot on the side of her head while checking her hair extensions in 2022. When it started to get bigger, she went to a GP and was diagnosed with the auto immune disease where well the 37 year old has shared her story on socials
4: started off with a small patch at the top of my head um, and this is the latest where it is so I still have got a ball patch at the back I am actually fully aware of what it feels like to have uh, experienced hair loss um, obviously I haven't lost all of my hair but I am aware of all the emotions that you go through, so the, the embarrassment, you don't really want to talk about it, or um, you feel like you're being judged, you don't know why it's happened to you, um, you know, seeing it in the shower when you're washing your hair, when you grab your clothes out of the washing machine it's there it's just covered around you all the time Um, and I completely get it Um, I have got autoimmune diseases as well which is probably you know the link to the hair loss Um, but I just want everyone to know that this is the reason why I've chosen my future to go further into the wig and topper industry is because I've experienced hair loss
0: myself. She's now creating wigs and weaves and hopes they'll boost people's self-confidence. A Kent Beach has been hit with a do not swim warning after a spike in bacteria levels. Water quality has deteriorated at Littlestone on Romney Marsh and the advice against bathing will remain well into the summer. A similar warning's been in force at St Mary's Bay for nearly a year. It's unclear where the sewage might be coming from. Now, a Medway driver has has won a six-month-long dispute over a parking fine. Roy Bromage had parked in Chatham and used the Ringo system to buy a ticket, but inadvertently paid for an hour in the adjoining car park. After getting a penalty, he appealed to the independent parking adjudicator. The podcast has now been told that they've ruled in his favour and highlighted a lack of signage, defining the Road Street and James Street sites, which, if you know the town, are behind the former Debenham store. Well, we have had a response from Medway Council. Their spokesman has said, There is signage in all council-owned car parks, giving the name and reference number for the car park they're parked in. All drivers are reminded to check the location on the signage for the parking app to ensure they avoid getting parking fines. Now, we've got some weather news next. And while the cold weather is set to come to an end, it is going to be turning windy. Storm Aisha could bring disruption to Kent on Sunday and Monday. We've got a yellow weather warning in force from midday on Sunday. That becomes an even worse amber warning at midnight. Forecasters say gusts could reach up to 80 miles per hour. A Tunbridge Wells woman who was hit by a car back in 2014 has completed a motorbike race across the Sahara. Vanessa Ruck started biking after recovering from surgery. She's hoping to inspire others after taking on the 13-day Africa Eco Race. And finally, an historic Finnish sauna in Kent has been given grade two listed status. It's thought to be the oldest surviving purpose-built one still being used in England. The Finnish Olympic team gifted it to the UK ahead of the 1948 Games in London. It was moved to Ditton near Aylesford a year later. And now with a rundown on everything going on in Kent this weekend, here's Watson's Sam Laurie.
5: It's so cool cold outside, I wouldn't be surprised if you all decided to stay in this weekend. I know I'll be staying in the warm as much as possible. However, if you do feel like venturing out over the next few days, there are definitely some great events happening across the county that are worth checking out. Let's start off with some top tribute nights. The Bowie Experience kicks it all off tonight at Maidstone's Hazlitt Theatre, playing some of Ziggy Stardust's biggest hits, while the ELO Experience is on Saturday night at the Orchard West Theatre in Dartford. The music also continues into next week with an intimate gig from 90s band Wet 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 at Lease Cliff Hall in Folkestone on Thursday. There are some tickets still available, so make sure you book yours now if you're interested. There's also a few brilliant theatre shows running over the weekend, so if you want the perfect combo of getting out of the house but staying inside and keeping warm, then a trip to the theatre could be ideal. Gripping courtroom drama 12 Angry Men is still at the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury until Saturday, while comedian Babatunde Aleshe will be at the city's Gulbenkian Arts Centre on Sunday. There's also a fun cabaret show from drag trio The Dazzling Diamonds at the Hazlitt Theatre on Saturday, so if you're looking for a little bit of everything, music, dancing and comedy, then you know where to go. And for something with the kids, the Spar Valley Railway in Tunbridge Wells is home to the Magic Express on Saturday and Sunday. Families can board the train and enjoy spells and slapstick comedy performed by a young sorcerer. There will be activity packs, magic tricks, colouring pencils and snacks handed out to the children as you travel from Tombridge Wells to Erridge and back again. So that's just about it for this weekend. I hope that if you do manage to brave the elements, that you wrap up warm and enjoy some of Kent's great days out.
4: Kent Online Sports.
0: Football and Gillingham welcome struggling Forest Green Rovers to Priestfield this weekend. The home site will be looking to increase their unbeaten run to four games while the visitors are currently bottom of League Two and sacked their manager last night. Well, here's Jill's head coach, Stephen Clements.
6: OK, we won three on the spin, but if you go back to the games before that, we possibly could have won more. um, there's more chances being created, there's more balls coming in the box, they're having more touches of the ball. Um, so I think we're moving in the right direction, but we've got another uh, difficult game on, on, on Saturday, and, but we'll be going for four on the spin. They, they play a system which is quite brave, um, but it can give you problems, um, especially in transition, so we have to be ready for that. Um, and the boys will be prepared, like we prepare for every other game. I know they're at the bottom end of the table, um, but um, we'll work hard on telling the boys what they do and also how we can exploit them. We, uh, we're going for four-on-a-spin. lads are in a confident mood. Uh, we're looking forward to the game on Saturday. I really, really hope the game's going to be on because obviously there is issues with the weather. Um, the pitch is currently covered. Um, I'm expecting it to be on, uh, but obviously we don't uh, need another, uh, another strong uh, cold spell. Um, but no, we'll be concentrating ourselves and we'll be going uh, going out on Saturday to try and beat Forest Green Rovers. Three wins in a row. Well, I guess expectation levels roll again now, don't they? There's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, yeah, we're obviously all ambitious at the football club. We want to be successful. Um, And when you want to be successful and uh, you win your football games, obviously expectation is going to rise. But I'd rather have that than being at the bottom of the league. You having a little look at the table yet? Obviously, I'm aware of the league table. But um, for me, it's about concentrating on the next game. It's boring. I know that. That's what all coaches say. All players tend to say it. But it's true. You can't look too far ahead and you've got to be... um, have you, the next game has to have your full attention and, and, and that's what I've been concentrating on this week and I know if you win, win enough football matches along the way then you're going to be where you need to be.
0: And reporter Luke Cordell has been catching up with goalkeeper Jake Turner.
6: The defenders, the midfielders, the strikers, we all, we all dig in to try and keep a clean sheet and then score, scoring goals as well is, is part of the game and the try and win. <laughs> There's a bit of extra pressure though when they're one nils. Yeah it is but we all dig in to be fair of the one nils and I'm, I'm we have done that the whole game uh, to keep it out of that scoreline. line. You mentioned the clean sheets, They're obviously not a clean sheet against Sheffield United, that one you just got taken on the chip? Yeah, obviously, it was lads are, uh, performed well. Um, tough, I don't really think it was a 4 0 game. Um, yeah, personally, made, made a mistake maybe for one of the goals, but life of a goalkeeper, you've got to try and move on. And yeah, we've got to win in the league the next game. There's not much criticism come your way. This season, though, is there? So uh, you know, if there's one or two, you you'd probably take that. Would you? <laughs> take that over here yeah, to yeah. be fair.
0: <laughs> Kick off tomorrow's at three. You'll be able to follow the match action at Kent Online. Plus, we'll have reaction to the result in bulletins over on our sister radio station, KMFM, on Sunday morning. And in hockey, Team GB's men's team have taken another step closer to qualifying for this summer's Olympics. They beat China 6-0 and are through to the semi-finals of a tournament in Oman Phil Roper, who plays for Medway based. Team Holcomb scored one of the goals. They need to finish in the top three to make it to Paris. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. Plus, you can get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up to that, you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk. Whilst you're on the site today, don't forget to check out the latest review from our secret drinker. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back with the podcast. On Monday. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.